Welcome to the broadcast. Yeah, I changed it from podcast to broadcast. It just sounds cooler. Today's ideas will be reflected on the premise of changing into something more positive than that which you already are. And this idea of change can either be embraced and it will bring you forward, it will pull you up, or you can resist it and kind of stay how you are. But as time goes on, of course, if we try to cling on to our old identity, we find ourselves in a lesser version, a downgraded version because as time moves on, change is imminent and either you embrace the change and move with it or resist it and you get eroded, dismantled and downgraded. And so the idea today is how to become a human being and let go of this notion of entitlement of enslavement, to let go of this feeling of being repressed and suppressed. And no matter who you are, or what status you have in life, or what your various nuances may be, if you are entailing a list, try to forget that list. If you view yourself as disadvantaged in any particular way, it would serve you well to forget those labels and forget those notions. If you think I can't do this, I could never be that, forget that stuff. Because what we're gonna do today is break you free from the brainwashing and the utter nonsense that you've been filled up with by this hostile environment. And yes, it is a very hostile environment, is it not? And what is this environment made of? Well, we know that when we look out, we see buildings, streets, and cars. If you're lucky enough to live in the country, you see plants, trees, grasses. And if you look deeper still, you'll see insects and animals. You'll see life progressing in a certain way. You'll see the leaves fall from the tree to be decomposed into humus, rich soil, it fosters growth for the next season's flush of plants. Yet, if you contrast the countryside with the cityscape, you will see concrete tends to get dirty, grimy, 
a car just gets older and older. And a building, same thing. It degrades over time because these are artificial man-made structures. This is why. And if you want a city or a house or a car to look good, it has to be cleaned. It has to be maintained. From time to time, it will need repairs. Concrete will need to be power washed. Whereas in the countryside, the cycles and the seasons and the hand of the creator sort of takes care of all that, doesn't it? Sometimes it's quite harsh with the landscaping when you have brush fires, for instance, or intense snows. But all in all, nature keeps a balance onto itself. And so let's view ourselves and our life as somewhere in the middle of these two ideas. And so if we can embrace nature's cycles and if we can respect the natural order of the leaves, leaves falling in the autumn and grass and plants sprouting in the spring, then this will help us. And if we can understand that we will need to be cleaned and maintain ourselves in a certain way, then this too can help us. And so because we are in this age, this modern age, we can't deny, we can't deny that modern age. I mean, you can, you can hide away. You can find a small corner and live out your existence like that. But as for most humans, what they will find fulfilling is interacting with humanity in some way. And when you do, you'll get the grime on you, the sad feelings, the energy permeates each of us. And because we're part of it, we can get washed away with it from time to time. Have you ever just gotten overwhelmed for no apparent reason? Be it with extreme sadness or anger. And this is because emotions are like an energy that we share. And how we frame up our perspective will decide how that energy affects us. And so I'm kind of setting up a few ideas now, and we're going to thread them together now, very carefully. If you want to thaw out your personality and allow yourself growth, and if you want to maintain yourself intelligently, then cleaning effort is necessary and I'll explain that now most of us take showers baths we brush our teeth we shampoo our hair we wash our clothes we even wash our car we vacuum our carpets we wash our dishes and so on and so forth you get the idea
But how many of us spend time cleaning our mind and cleaning our energy? Not many. How many of us consciously sit down and do a cleanse of the mind and heart and memory? Mm, almost zero percent probably. And that's the purpose of my broadcast. And that's the purpose of today. To teach you a little bit as to why that's important and how it's more important than brushing your teeth or washing your hair. Because bad breath, you know, it has its disadvantages. Greasy, grimy hair, you're gonna look a little bit off. If you're not scrubbing your body, then you're gonna have a, a stench. And those principles, because of the holographic nature of life, those principles hold true through from beginning to end. In other words, everything is a replication of itself in a grander and grander sense. So if you think it's important to wash your physical body, you can be sure that it's very important to wash your energetic body. I think the main problem though is that many logical, intelligent people don't consider themselves in any way to be energetic. And that's a subject for another broadcast. That's going to be a subject onto itself. But for those of us that can accept the fact that we are an energetic being, full of light and electricity, the next logical step would be like, okay, then how do I clean that? We're taught how to brush our teeth. It's quite simple. But we're never taught how to clean our energy. And so there's a few ways. There's a few ways to do it. In fact, there's more than a few ways, but there's a few really easy ways. We can call it meditation. We can call it taking a vacation. If you go and sit at the beach and swim in the ocean, this can do it. This can do it because you're relaxing you're kind of melting into the water. You're laying out and letting stress roll off of you. And this is a passive way. This is a passive way. And this is why you feel so great after a vacation. The stress doesn't seem to affect you the same. The problem is, is like we get to go to the beach maybe once or twice a year if we're lucky. It's time consuming. It's expensive. And what about those other months and months and months where the energy is stacking up? Another way is to get a great night's sleep, like plenty, extra, extra sleep, where you just feel totally recharged. Again, it's, that's great. That's a passive way. But most people aren't going to do that for themselves, are they? They're going to stay up later than they should. Most of us have to get up earlier than we want to. And so this is where conscious cleansing comes into practice, okay? 
and this can be done in as little as a minute but if you give yourself five or ten the results are going to be better the energy cleanse or let's call it for a broader appeal the mind cleanse is something that everyone should practice everyone I mean we're even doing food cleanses nowadays aren't we that's gaining popularity that's gaining popularity a great way to flush your system out is to do a cleanse and so we're familiar with that concept and that word and what does it do it sweeps away built up waste product it cleans the hallways so to speak so that the energy or the food and nutrients can move through and be absorbed and so the waste products can be released efficiently and this keeps us healthy and in the flow and so if we simply apply that to the mind to the emotions you have the energy cleanse or the mental cleanse I'm going to go back to calling it energy cleanse because it is not just mental, it's also emotional. It's also stored physical memories in the body. And so it's kind of a trifecta. And it involves other things that I'm not going to talk about yet. Okay. But there's a lot of stuff, a lot of gunk and tar and filth that builds up within us. And just a casual side branch I'd like you to remember when you were a child I have this memory and it's a great one do you remember that feeling of waking up on Saturday morning with no alarm clock and you walk out and watch cartoons and there's no worries no cares okay that Saturday morning feeling when's the last time you felt that probably not for a while but what I'm telling you is that with this cleanse you can get that Saturday morning kid feeling once again. It is attainable. It is attainable. But it's not as simple as brushing your teeth or washing your hair. There's not a product you can buy. And it's not like, it's not a physical process. You actually have to shut down physical process. You have to shut that down. You have to shut down your mental process. Okay? You have to shut down any worrying. Okay? And there will be habits that will hold you back from achieving this feeling. Many people pick up habits along their ways. And these habits are very destructive. Such as excessive alcohol consumption. This destroys the body. Alcohol is a solvent and alcoholics are dissolving their own body dissolving their own tissues and this is why you see the person that's been an alcoholic for a long time they get bloated or they get emaciated their head hangs no more muscles in their shoulders and no more ability to keep themselves up okay so alcohol is a very dangerous inhibitor Cigarettes or tobacco in any form. 
also a very dangerous inhibitor. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I consider tobacco to be the enemy of the people. And if you find yourself sort of hooked on it, I encourage you, if you can make one change in your life, it would be to release that habit and never touch it again, never pick it up again. And there are a lot of ways to quit. And once you do, you'll feel the difference. So those are two examples of inhibitors, but there are more like repetitive stress, like worrying, or becoming a workaholic. This is another one. This is almost just as bad as becoming an alcoholic, becoming addicted to the work. Okay. Being super empathetic can have the same effects. Being coming so invested in other people's problems and becoming a, a camel that carries the worries and fears of other people. Okay? This will break your back in no time flat. And so these are inhibitors. And it's important to discuss the inhibitors because no matter how many times you meditate, if you're inhibiting yourself, you're just taking one step forward with the cleanse or the meditation and then two or three steps back with the cigarettes, the alcohol, or the excessive worrying or working. Okay, and so now that we've discussed the inhibitors, we will now discuss the process. In meditative state, sitting quietly with no distractions, no cell phone nearby, no lights on over your head, you just need to let go of everything. Essentially dissolve your personality into itself. And you could say something like, I am nothing. I am nothing. And imagine your personality just disappearing into the atmosphere. Imagine yourself as a little lump of clay. The rain comes and the clay just dissolves into the ground. Physical body melts away. Or you could imagine yourself as an ice cube and you drop yourself into the ocean and you dissolve very quickly. And then you feel like you are nothing, yet you are connected with everything. You're connected with the ocean. Okay? These are a few examples that you can use in meditation. And the effect will be a meditative organic cleanse an energetic cleanse, an unloading of all your worries, fears, doubts, anxieties, an unloading of your subconscious data, an unloading of stored memory and trauma. And yet, this is just a first step, okay? Meditation can take you very far. It can connect you with exactly what you need to be. But the first step is always to do a cleanse. Think about it. You're not going to go talk to a very important person without brushing your teeth. You're not going to go out on a date without taking a shower and taking care of your personal hygiene. And likewise, you shouldn't try to be an excellent person without cleansing your energy. The problem is we don't see the energy, do we? 
but we can feel it. You know when you're off. You know when you're not feeling good. And when you're not feeling good, that's your clue. That's your precursor to sitting down quietly and taking a few minutes and just breathing. Okay, I'll give you a second example of a meditation, like a cleanse that you can do, a short one. You just sit down, get comfortable in whatever way you can. You can lie down as well, this is fine. And if you drift off to sleep, all the better, okay? But what you do is you just sit there comfortably and you just focus on your breathing. Anytime a stray thought pops in, you visualize yourself taking that thought and just taking a slingshot and shooting it as far away from you as you can. So anytime a thought pops in, you launch that thought far, far away and you watch it disappear over the horizon. And then you go back to focusing on your breathing. And then you command yourself, I am focusing on my breath. I'm breathing and then I'm breathing deeply. And then you'll really hold your breath in and out deeply. And you'll be surprised at what that does. It's so small, but isn't brushing your teeth a very small gesture that makes a big difference? Isn't taking a shower very easy for you now? Yet it's something we all do. If you dedicate five minutes to a shower, if you dedicate a minute or two to brushing your teeth, please dedicate an equal or greater amount of time to cleansing your energetic holdings. And you may be thinking, you know, I don't need to do that. I'm fine. And you know what? That is fine. This message is for people that want to take their life beyond fine. This message is for people that want to stop reacting to negativity. Because negativity begets negativity. And if we move through our life and we become attached to negative things and lower vibrational realities... If we become connected to traumas and prejudices that are alien to us, then we will carry those. We will carry those with us, and they will affect us. They will affect our life, and they will affect our life profoundly. So I'll give an example, another example. Because we live in a holographic universe, and you can see truths that echo in different chambers. And so if you go driving... What happens to your windshield? Without fail, you're hitting bugs. It's getting dirty. So if you go anywhere, your windshield gets dirty every single time. And the more you drive, and depending on the season, depending on where you are, it can get very dirty very fast. And then what happens? You can't see well. It's distracting. All you see are these insects plastered over what should be your clear glass and this is a perfect example of what happens in life in the unseen realms with our mind we don't see our mind do we no but we feel it and you can feel your mind when it's clear as a clear windshield should be and you know the difference when it's caked up with gunk people call it getting stressed They say, oh, I'm just in a bad mood. Well, that is a misnomer. 
and it's not accurate, okay? It is a physical phenomenon. It is real. Your mind gets cluttered and caked and plastered, and the more experience and interaction you have with people, places, moving around, this happens to you. You just don't see it. And so what we need to start doing, that is if you want to really improve your life, improve your relationships, most of all improve how you're feeling, is do these cleanses. It's quite possibly the most important practice you could do. Yoga, that's fine. If you want to get more flexible, that's fine. A lot of people dedicate a lot of time to exercise, stretching. They dedicate lots and lots of time to social connections. But how much time is the average person dedicating to cleansing their mental vehicle? I don't think many people do this. And it's simply because this knowledge has remained out of reach for most of us. This is knowledge that traditionally monks would acquire. Um, this is knowledge that has remained kind of secret and kind of in an unattractive sector of society. Traditionally, people that do this are outcasts, right? They're very poor. And yet, if you look at the history books, it's these people who have achieved greatness. These people that have meditated and dedicated a life to searching. Even though they may not have a dime to their name, they receive teachings and they receive insight that is worth more than all the gold in the world. And so most of us aren't willing to do that, myself included. I'm not going to go off and abandon my family, abandon society in search of some higher truth. I'm just not going to do it. But the good news is you don't have to. I don't have to. We can learn, we can glean from these people what they have learned. And we can apply it in our own life. It doesn't take a lot of time. All it takes is a little dedication and a little practice. And if you like it, you can do more of it. If you are attracted to the idea of this, you can apply it and invent your own ways. There's more than one way to brush your teeth. In fact, now there's all kinds of devices. There's water picks. There are electric toothbrushes, right? We have mouthwash. You can use saline to really clean your mouth. There's a lot of things. Activated charcoal can whiten your teeth and really cleanse your mouth through the alchemical reaction. Okay, so just as there's more than one way to brush your teeth, you know, there's going to be more than one way to cleanse your energy. And yet, the results will kind of 
be in the same movement. The effects. I'll talk about the effects. I alluded to that Saturday morning feeling when you're a kid. Think of the most refreshed and free you've ever felt in your life. Find that memory. Grab onto that memory and picture yourself there now. If you're having trouble doing that, you simply see that memory as a destination. You get in your car and you drive there and you're there. And you latch onto it and you become that memory. You can immerse yourself in this feeling. What does that feeling feel like? What's the temperature outside? What is the lighting? How does your body feel in that moment? Now bring that back to your body now. And just like a cartridge or a chip, insert that into your being. And you will have access to that. We can access any point in our life. And it's pretty easy, actually. Again, we're not taught how to do that. We are taught that time passes and we grow, we peek out, and we erode. And most people will do this. That is true. But for the seekers, for the people pushing the boundaries, they know. They know that you can experience all time or any time of your choosing through memory, through reflection. And many of us want to get somewhere that we're not, okay? It's true. We all have goals and dreams. And so one great way to reach your dreams is to do it with imagination. And you imagine that feeling. So you imagine your dream that seems so big and so far out there. Now imagine that you have achieved it, whether it's something you want, you now have it, or it's an amount of money in your bank account, imagine that you have that. Now imagine the feeling you would have, because it's the feeling we're after, right? It's not the dollar amount, it's not the physical car, it's always the feeling or the frequency that we're after of feeling free, feeling safe, feeling empowered, feeling like we achieved it, we did it. And so you can do that. You can do that. You just go there with your mind and get it. 